Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll have, I'll what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have it. You, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Dude, are you even listening to me right now? Welcome to episode 124 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me in the Rack Shack once again, Charles Headland. How you doing, buddy? I am doing fine, my friend. The fire's roaring. It's toasty in here. It's clean. This is what I'm talking about. Let's go, man. I'm stoked about this one. Great episode. We're back in the Rack Shack. It feels good. It feels like this is where we're meant to be. We got deer on the wall. We got the freaking bar, the table. Everything's in here. I mean, hell, if you wanted to be a wild man, you could sit over in that corner right there in a ladder stand and look (laughs) at us. I still can't believe you have a ladder stand standing over there, and I just now realized. (laughs) The whole time you just now The whole time I look over and I'm like, yeah, you could actually, you know, get a couple straps on that. We wouldn't be too bad. If somebody, like, comes in here and gets way too, like, messed up drinking beers and stuff like that they could just sleep up in the loft right up there in that layout blind sounds like a a justin rig kind of thing huh <laughs> i'm not gonna debate you on that one <laughs> <laughs> you find cozy home up there in that layout blind. <laughs> look at that man holy smokes all right buddy well we are back in the shack and it feels great it's nostalgic this is the beginning i can be loud i don't have to worry about waking up babies yeah dude setting dogs like i can be just my murphy's not here panting in your mic right now (laughs) hey murph (laughs) calm the fuck down (laughs) but it does feel good buddy and i mean this is what episode 124 we're just getting up there crawling along but i love it man yeah uh, we do got to shout out the the homies that have been with us, you know, uh, Scree Gear, Out on a Limb, VIP Archery. I mean, 
they're the homies. They're the ride or dies, man. Yeah. Like that that's you know, I'm we're all wearing we're wearing Oddly scree enough, right we're now. both wearing scree right now. Yeah, I mean I was kind of looking for a deer tonight, slash hunting ish. But I haven't I've been out in the wilderness since eight this morning. I have not even been home. So oh, I'm sorry. I should have cooked you dinner or something. No, I I uh I stopped at the bird bar and had a little special burger and fries and, there you go and some wingies so okay so you're not you're not you know i am not hungry at all i'm very comfortable yes good indeed. man good man yes. i just wore this because i wanted to be comfy that's all yeah yeah i mean i'll be honest it's it's nice in here i don't know what the temp is outside but it is it is nice in here that that heater's super dude you turn that bad boy on full blast we we both be naked speedos yeah camo speedos you camo speedos this backdrop behind us shout out to scree with the scree speedos Yep, coming soon. <laughs> I'm sure they love that. Hopefully they come out with a women line, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. saying? <laughs> Anyways, so we kind of started this thing last week because it's deer season, right? We got to shout out some people that killed some deer. And, I, and let's start by saying we truly apologize if we miss anybody. We got a lot of people we love out there, but like... You kind of sprung this on me, and I was like, shit, I forgot to write anybody down. So we came up with some people last minute. Yeah, it was very last minute. I mean, I had a bunch of them already written down, but... It, Literally, I just wrote some down. You wrote some <laughs> down. I had a bunch of them already, but it, it is what it is. doesn't matter. The people out there that have been like, it doesn't matter whether it's bucks or does or anything. You guys send us something. We want to hear about it. Let, let's start it off. I mean, I'm I'm just going to go freaking top. To, or I'm going to go bottom to top. Let's, let's okay. do it that way. Bottom to top. So I got Brandon McCormick. He tagged us in a post. Shot a great buck. Shout out to him. John Eberhardt. How about uh, that? Our last episode, the dude went into a freaking bedding area and rattled in a buck early season in October. He never kills bucks early season. It must have been something with our episode, And man. it just ain't luck of the podcast. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Freaking Walter Lee, dude. Shot a buck. Let's go. Took it out on the canoe. The canoe. The canoe. The canoe. <laughs> How about it? And let's roll right into that. His freaking co-host, Chase Prince, laid down another freaking slammer buck, dude. That guy, the Iceman, struck again. Yeah, that's that that second buck was a dandy. It was a dandy of a buck, and he's on he's on a roll. He's on fire. And I want to say, I mean, I know a couple other guys from that that they're they're doing some out of state trips and whatnot. So good luck to all those guys in the uh, the chasing tells world that are out there just grinding, dude. Just absolutely grinding. One hell of a Patreon group too. Oh my good googly moogly. Absolutely. Speaking of Patreons, one of our Patreons, Alex Plue. Alex shot first, a doe on public land, first man. First public land deer. How about that? Unreal, dude. Shout out to another person, Lev Curry. He shot a nice buck. Ryan Tanner, our boy, he just shot a really nice buck the other Stud. night. One of the heaviest deer I've seen in a long time. Unfreaking believable. John Griffith, buddy of mine, he will be on this next episode after this one. We'll go through his whole uh, you know, traditional archery journey. He shot a nice buck this year with a trad bow. Ben Richards just laid down a really freaking nice buck. All kinds of people, man. It's the end of October here. It's the 27th. This is coming out tomorrow morning. The bucks are on the move, people. I'm just it's my favorite time of the year. At the end of October, I can't even I can't even stand myself. I took Monday off work. It's Halloween. Never killed one on there. I'm not gonna I'm gonna knock on some wood right now. That was a little weird that I said that, but uh 
I'm stoked for this time of the year, guys. It's just it's the best time of the year. That's why we do this. It's heating up big time right now, boys. This yeah. is it. Like the weather, the the everything is perfect, absolutely perfect. But don't forget about a damn Rayhar. My boy, a, a damn Rayhar. <laughs> he uh he's been laying them down lately. Holy smokes, that boy has been grinding. He's been seeing all kinds of bucks. Yep, filling the freezer with some slick heads for he sure. He really has, man. He has. He's been going out every morning and just tearing it up. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Another Patreon, man. That dude's awesome. Yep, absolutely. But that's that's pretty much the list, man. You did a pretty damn good job. Um, I mean, we could also shout out the guy that's about to be on this episode since he shot a nice big buck, too. I was He was on my list, but, I mean, he's <laughs> on the episode, so I'm not even going to shout him out. I mean, that's actually a perfect transition. Let's get our boy Matt Talkington on the phone. Lego. Are you starting it? Go ahead. Okay. All right, boys and girls, we are back in the Rack Shack, and it feels amazing, by the way. Thank you, Austin. You've done a wonderful job here. This is a beautiful setting, my friend. It's not done yet, but I'm I'm pretty excited about I'll it. I'll tell you what, man. It is very nice, but we have a guest on the line with us today. Uh, my man just uh, downloaded Zoom on his phone like an hour ago for this one, so it's special for me. But we have return guest Matt Talkington on. Uh, last time, Matt, you were on, uh, Austin brought to my attention, was episode 96. So we're at 124, about 30 episodes. It's been, what, a couple uh, couple seasons now? Yeah, two falls ago, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we, we had to bring you back on, not only because you're a homie, but you may have uh, dropped some antlers this year already. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, so, I mean, if if nobody heard you on episode 96, you want to give a, just a quick rundown of kind of, you know, where you're from, that kind of thing, real quick. Yeah, so, like, like you said, Matt Talkington, I'm 32, married, got two little boys, uh, three and one. Uh, right now, I live in Ohio, the southern part. I don't even want to say That's that. All <laughs> <laughs> southern part of Ohio. I uh, I moved over here from West Virginia in 2019. Uh, before that, I was in the army. Lived in well, PA, up in Greensburg. I lived there for eight years. And, yeah, I work in the oil field and I hunt. Uh, a lot <laughs> as much as my wife will let me get away with <laughs> hell yeah man i know we were talking a little bit about it last year you kind of went through some job changes and whatnot and you know we yeah. had that quality of life conversation where you know yeah the, the new job's great but you're not hunting as much you're missing opening days mm -hmm. and it was just tough dude so i'm glad I, yeah. you landed another job and it's allowing you that freedom back again yeah that, that's uh five days a week one week vacation for the whole year was tough now i don't work near as much and you get a lot more time off so work out you were one of those old weekend warriors like the two of us there for a minute huh yeah that was tough man like <laughs> i got out of the when i got out of the army in 2013 i got in the oil field and i was working uh you know 14 on 14 days on 14 days off 12 hours a day but man, I mean, them 14 days of work, I mean, it was a grind, but you were like, man, I got two weeks off every two weeks. So, yeah. I mean, it was great, you know, and the whole time I've been in the oil field, I've always had, you know, pretty good schedules where I have, you know, three, four days off in a row, seven. And then, uh, you know, I went to work on a railroad and it was like five and two and 
Saturday and Sunday off. And I was like, this was the worst schedule ever. Like whoever invented this terrible, like, I mean, it's just awful. You get Friday night, Saturday night. And then like Sunday, you're like, man, I gotta go back to work tomorrow. This is, this is awful. Oh, <laughs> I was not, not like it. <laughs> I don't blame you one bit. At least over in Ohio, you can hunt on Sundays though. So, I mean, at least you were getting two days, but, but like you said too, yeah. at, at the same sense, you know, you all, you always feel a little rushed when you only have the weekend. It's like, I got to get it done. You might push a little yeah. bit more. It's, yeah. it's a tougher lifestyle. So I'm, I'm, I yeah. am glad to see you're, you're back in the woods. Obviously it's paid off so far. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it did. Worked out good. Well, we better get into this story right off the bat because I, I kind of, I know there's some history here. Yeah, that's what I wanted to, I wanted to like stop you yeah. for a second. I mm-hmm. want to break this whole thing down. So exactly, let's go from like start to finish, mm-hmm. like when you first found out about this deer, whether you got him on camera, whether you saw him on the hoof, you know, all that. Let's run through the whole gambit of this. Okay. So like I said, we moved over here in 2019 and uh, my dad, he bought this piece it's just you know 63 acres or whatever you take away the house and the yard and everything and it's just it's just hillside well that year in 2019 i didn't i don't even think i put a camera out here because i ended up killing a buck on another piece um a little 10 acre piece october 8th and i had a buck there that i'd been hunting for four years so all of my concentration was on that deer. So I didn't even do anything here at the house. Well, I killed that buck. And then, you know, I was, you know, one and done here in Ohio. So I didn't even do nothing else. I hunted West Virginia a little bit. Well, then, you know, coming into that next year, I still had walked it a little bit. and didn't really uh, mess around too much here. You know, obviously in Ohio, you can bait. So, you know, I had some bait out and, um, and uh, cameras and stuff here at the house. And let's see, it had been, I think, first picture. Actually, I got it on my phone. It was July. I think it was the first picture I got of him. You know, and, he, and in July, you could tell I me mean, he was going to be a good deer. Mm-hmm. And man, that year, there was just, there was four, yeah, four bucks that were just 140s and bigger. And I was like, man, I mean, that was a hell of a year. And I hunted, I hunted a little bit. Um, one ended up disappearing. Uh, it was a 10. He was, he was a good deer, mid 150s. The loggers, when dad had this log last year, they ended up finding his deadhead. I don't know if he got poached off the road or whatever. Uh, one got killed by the neighbor. And then actually the one I killed last year, he was still running around. And then the one I killed this year, he was left. Well, that year he, he left in like mid October. I mean, he was there. I had pictures of him all summer coming into bow season and mid October, poof, he was gone. Hmm. So I was just like, well, oh, well. And I, you know, I heard some people were getting, I mean, he was a hell of an eight. I mean, big, Looks like he's got a he, every year that I've had pictures of. Looks like he's got a yeah freaking beach you know blow up beach balls. Looks like he's got that in his belly. I mean he's just a big, big headed, big bodied deer, and you could always and it was cool, so cool. He was his back legs from like that elbow part down was just the black, 
and it was he had they I always thought that was so cool. I never really seen a deer with that much black on his legs. I mean, he was just a big old deer. But like I said, yeah, so he disappeared. And see, he showed back up actually the morning for the morning of gun season. I was brushing my teeth that morning. Dad was in. I'm going through my pictures on my cell phone camera. And I was like, oh shit. He came in. It was like two thirty in the morning. So I got pretty amped, but I was hunting another buck at this time over on my 14 acre piece. So I didn't even hunt here. I think dad, dad might've hunted here. He hunted over his piece. I don't even remember, but I got pictures of him then. And then shit, I don't think it was maybe three more weeks right around Christmas. I think it might've been the day after Christmas. I got pictures of him again. And then it was like, just a few days later, got pictures of him and he'd already dropped these horns. Oh man. I was like, well, there's that, but I'd already been, I ended up killing a buck second day of gun season. So that was no big deal. You know what I mean? No big deal. He had dropped. Cool. He made it another year. Awesome. That's the best thing that happened because come late season, you know, they're, they're, you're, they're hungry. So it's hard to tell where they're going to go. So I was like, all right, well, he's going to make her another year. So then next year, you know, he's, he's my number one. You know, he's the one I want to see. Well, sure enough, just like the last two years, here he is in the summer, watched him grow, watched him grow. And I'm like, my God, this, this, this deer's a hammer. Well, my wife's pregnant and, uh, luckily she gave birth like two weeks before. Baby. <laughs> so, you know, watch this deer grow all summer. And man, you know, hunting this hillside here at the house, it's so tough. He was only daylighting in the evenings. The only wind he was daylighting was coming straight downhill, you know, just screwing me. Yeah. You know, because I can't, you know, having these small pieces, I don't go hog wild, you know, going after their bedding, going after the, you know, you end up pushing them deer out. I try to stay as far back as I can, be as careful as I can. I don't want to push these bucks out of here. So with with your so, property being like a hillside, what's your access looking like? Are you able to get in clean or is it something that you got to be like yeah, super dude. duper so careful? We'll take that. So basically what I did last year, I put that blind up and I started from my driveway all the way to my blind. I took loppers and a rake and I raked. A freaking path. It's a dirt straight path. Straight down to the hill all the way to the freaking blind, buddy. I mean, I was doing whatever I could to kill this deer. Yeah. You know, and I and I got bait. You know, it's Ohio. I got bait. You know, a lot of people don't like that. But, you know, we got such small, you know, like I said, I hunt 60, basically 62, 63 acres, 10 and 14. You know, that's all I got. That's all me and dad have really to hunt. So, you know, I'm, I'm baiting and, you know, I got my blind like i said you know i put a path all the way down to it and man you know i'm watching this buck you know and i've got that past weather on, on my favorites every time he comes in i'm like checking the wind and I, i'm writing it down on a notebook the day he daylights you know the wind the time the barometric pressure and i'm like man this deer i mean he's he he's smart he's only coming in on wind that's coming down from the house you know and thermals are falling straight to him in the evenings like it's one of them things 
you know, you hear it all the time around here. You, you, you want the perfect wind, but you're never going to get it. Very, very rarely in these hills do you ever get the perfect wind. If, if you have a good wind, some evening time it dies down, the thermals are going to get you. You know what I mean? So I, um, so I, I hunted him, and I got busted more times last year than I have probably in my entire hunting career because, you know, I take – you know, the hunting public, you know, thing. I got found me some milkweed at work one day. And where my blind was, I made sure I off centered it to the left to try to help me out with thermals as much as I could, you know, because if it was falling out of that blind, I want, you know, where I was sitting, there's a point to my right. And there's like a little ravine. And it was kind of, you know, they'd suck down that ravine and it was to the left enough because he come from the right every time he came from around the point to the right every time. So I knew I would be okay when he come in, but it was all the deer that come around to the left that was going to screw me, which really the only deer that the only two deer that would come to the left was a freaking doe and a button buck. (laughs) And man, I'm going to tell you what, buddy, when that doe pegged me, I don't know. I made it a few couple times. She come low enough. And she never caught me, but man, I'll never forget that first time. It wasn't probably fourth or fifth sit down there, buddy. She came around that road and I'm just watching her. She come walking, 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 dude, and just wham, head up, <laughs> nose up. I was like, yep, there it is, you know, and dude. And it was so tough. You know, you, you know, as well as I do and everybody listening, you, you get a big dope peg. Yeah, man, that's, Every time you hunt after that, I mean, even when I wasn't even in there and she'd be in there feeding, dude, you could just see her looking up at the blind, looking up at the blind, looking up at the blind. I'm like, dude, and I don't want to shoot her because last year, hell, I had a doe and a button buck and a doe and a little doe, and that was it. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not shooting this doe. Yeah, you need her there. (laughs) Coming in, I need her here. So. Yeah, man, I'm hunting this deer, hunting this deer, and man, this deer is daylighting. Like, if I would have been in the oil field, I probably would have killed him. I mean, this deer, every like 30 degree morning we had in October, you know, just like this year, we get a cold, couple of days of cold, 34 degree mornings, wham, he was in. Or like temp dropped throughout the day, wham, he was in. And I'm at work, you know, and I'm like, Jesus, dude. So I remember one evening I come home and I'm, or it was like a couple days before I was going to hunt. It was like a Saturday or a Sunday. And I think it was Monday or Tuesday. The temp was going to drop and everything was going to be good. I mean, it was all, it was always going to be iffy for me to get in there wind wise, thermal wise. I was like, I'm going to hunt him. I'm going to kill him. And, uh, my wife freaking sprained her ankle on Sunday. So I couldn't So I, yeah, it would have been Monday. She freaking fell down the steps at her mom's house, sprains her ankle. Well, we had, we have, we have a newborn baby and I'm like, shit, dude, I can't hunt. You know, I can't do that to her. So I didn't hunt and I'll never forget the time. I'm sitting on the couch with the baby. I got him in my arms. It was 6.36, my, my phone, I got a notification from my cell phone camera, 6.36, I'll never forget it. I open it up, there he stands, and I'm like, oh my God. So this goes on, you know, this, this year's daylight and during the week, and I'm like, dude, like, this deer is killing me. 
So it would have been, uh, it was a Friday night and uh, I was like, I told the wife, I said, I'm going to go, I'm going to go deer hunting in the morning. She said, God really like you to stay to or get up with the kids. She's just like, I'm tired. You know, she breastfeeds, you know, she's up, you know, every hour. I was like, no, nah, I'm going deer hunting. She's <laughs> like, I'd really like you to stay <laughs> with the kids. And I was like, all right. I was like, that's fun. So I get up. I'll make trip my oldest breakfast. I got the baby. I'm sitting on the couch. Yeah, we're watching cartoons, trips in the kitchen, eating dinner or eating breakfast. And it's like nine thirteen. My wife's asleep. She's wore out. Nine thirty I'm pretty sure it was like nine thirteen. I remember all these times. My phone goes off. I open it up and there he stands. Oh, dude. Uh, I was like, oh my. And, 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 you know, dude, like in the morning time here is perfect because, you know, thermals as that sun's coming up, thermals are pulling up the hill. Like, yeah, I was like, so my, my immediate reaction is I walk into the bedroom, wake the wife up and I'm like, you see what you did to me again? <laughs> 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 at, at that point, you know, at that point, she didn't care. You know, she went back to sleep and uh, she comes out. She's like, she's like, so um, you want me to go get some divorce papers or do you want to go get them? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, nah, it's fine. You know, you know, so whatever. It's only a giant. So dude. then, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, you know, November comes, dude, and he's still around. You know, like the year before he left. And uh, I'm like, okay, at least he's sticking around. I got a couple does, and uh, everything's great. I come home one evening from work, and I'm able to get down in the blonde, and it was super weird. Come home, drink a glass of orange juice or a glass of apple juice. Told the wife, I'm going to get in the blonde. She said, okay. So I go get in the blonde. I'm sitting there for a few minutes. So I put her up with snuff in. I can't smell it. I'm like, hmm, that's weird. <laughs> I get out a can of freaking golden asterisk, you know, the aerosol can. I spray it, can't smell it. And I'm like, frick. Oh, no. I got COVID. Yep. <laughs> I text the wife, and she was getting ready to leave to go to her dad's up in PA. I'm like, go ahead and go. I'm going to go to, I, I'm gonna, I went ahead and texted my boss, said, hey, I'm going to have to go get tested for COVID. Da, 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 da. He said, okay. So she leaves. I come back, you know, I'm at the house. Next morning I get up and um, it's probably, you know, eight o'clock while I'm checking my phone. You know, my phone's going off. I got a couple of does down there, a couple of small bucks. And then whammo, there he is. <laughs> he's running this, dough, running this dough around, running this dough around, running this dough around for like 30 minutes. He's in and out, in and out, in and out. And I'm getting ready. I got to go to the doctor, get tested for COVID. And the, the biggest part of me was like, you know damn well you can go down there and get in that blind and smoke him when he comes back. And I was like, the good good person was like, no, dude, you got to go to the doctor because your boss wants to know if you go to COVID. <laughs> so sure enough, you know, I go. I, I go and uh, go get tested. And, dude, this goes on for like two hours. He's in and out, in and out, in and out. And I'm just sitting there watching him. Dude, that's torture, man. Yeah, torturing me. So I go get tested. 
sure enough, yep, you got COVID. I'm like, okay. Text my boss, got COVID. Well, hell, I'm off for the next shit. I'm like, I'm good. You know, I felt good, felt great. I was like, well, hell yeah, I got me a little vacation. Unpaid, but at least it's vacation. (laughs) (laughs) And the wife and the wife and the kids are gone. I'm like, this is great. (laughs) So shit, I come home, I hunted that evening and hunted that next day, which would have been Saturday. I get up Sunday. Well, Sunday was time change. And I totally forgot about it. I woke up late. It was getting daylight, and I was like, oh, shit. Well, at this time, like, I could tell I didn't feel right. Like, you know, some people said with COVID, like, they couldn't really concentrate very well. It was just, man, my mind was so foggy. And I'm like, so I'm like stumbling around to get ready. And I get down on the blind, and I'm like, man, dude, like, I just, like, couldn't see right. I was just kind of funky. I thought, well, maybe that's just because I woke up late and, but no, that was, it was definitely COVID. <laughs> COVID was getting to me. But I'm sitting in the blind, man, and uh, I remember my buddy texted me, and he's like, see any deer? And I was like, no, I ain't seen nothing. Well, shit, it wasn't. 15 minutes later, I look down, or I hear something coming around the point, and I still, to this day, don't know what deer it was. And I was so jacked up when I seen him. I thought, I mean, he came around that point just perfect. And I thought he was 20, shot him for 20. And I hit him and he ran off. I thought everything was great, man. I called my dad. I was like, dude, I just smoked a giant. Split G2s, deer's a giant. Don't know what deer it is. Well, long story short, that deer was 33 yards. Oh, I man. was just all messed up. Yeah, I was all messed up. And uh, I get a freaking tracking party, even though I got COVID. I got some hella good buddies and one hell of an uncle. Because I got COVID, and they all came and helped me track this deer. You know, we tracked – I had it on Onyx. We tracked him. was it 599.6 yards? Oh, man. And just no, – I mean, we're following pin drops of blood. And I still don't know what deer it is. have no idea. Well, I get back to the house later that evening. COVID just crushes me. I'm out. I mean, I'm out, out for like, ended up back at the doctor, getting my lungs x-rayed. I'm out, done. Like the whole, the whole rest of the rut, I'm just smoked. And uh, this deer, the, the buck, you know, I ended up killing this year. He disappears. He's gone. And I'm like, well, shit. So let's see. It had been, I think, November 26. I get a picture of him. He ain't got no horns. I already dropped him. Damn, man. Like, what the shit? He sheds early, what? even the year before, like in December. That was yeah, real early. Like, what the shit? Well, I never paid no attention, but my dad did. He's like, hey, that deer's legs, that, that deer's back legs broke. I'm like, what? No, it wasn't. Well, I'd already deleted the pictures on my app. Well, he comes in a couple of days later, and sure enough, buddy, his leg is broke. Oh, to heck. I mean, broke, broke. I'm like, oh, my God. That, oh, my God. So I start just dumping protein feed, everything I can to keep this deer alive. Yeah. 
because I mean he's he's bad. Yeah. I mean he still looked good body weight wise. I mean he was still thick, looked good, but I knew. I mean January, February, March, you know, it was going to be tough. So I'm dumping everything I can and keep him alive. And hell, that freaking buck I ended up killing. We hadn't got any snow. The first snow we get, that buck shows up and he daylighted. And I was like, holy shit, I haven't seen this deer. Actually, he daylighted November 8th when I had COVID. I was sitting in my freaking recliner <laughs> about half dead. And the sun again shows up and I was like, you got to be shitting me. I think I got every one of these pictures, by the way. I remember yeah. at one point, yeah. I think simultaneously, you showed me you had a baby on your chest, and then the next picture was the giant in front of your blind. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, dude, are you kidding me again? It was like the sixth time you yeah. sent me a giant, and you're like, I oh, have dude, this. That buck, man, that buck was killing me, man. Like, I, had, I kept telling everybody, I was like, I've never had a buck that I've hunted daylight so much in my life just and i couldn't I, there's nothing i could do about it you know what i mean but yes yeah, so i'm dumping everything i can you know i'm trying to keep this deer alive i'm trying to keep him close you know i think that's one great thing about ohio i mean yes you can bait and i was doing everything i could to keep him healthy you know try to get him through the winter and like i said that buck i ended up killing he ended up daylight and we got that snow and then, you know, I'd say for y'all too, coming into January, it got cold and we got a bump, we got a good bit of snow and, uh, come muzzleloader season that weekend that I was off, I ended up killing him and he was, um, he's 151 inch eight. So it worked out that I didn't, you know, kill him and I ended up getting to kill this buck so the rest of the winter, you know, I'm doing everything I can to keep him around, keep him alive. Well, last pictures I had of him was in March. I was like, well, yeah, he's done one off somewhere. He's made it through winter. He's good. So I ended up right there about turkey season. I pull all my cameras and I, and I quit feeding. I don't, you know what I mean? Because I, where, I, where I deer hunt, I turkey hunt. And I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, get in a bind with that. So I quit feeding from, you know, like into March all the way up until July usually. So I pull, on, yeah, I pull cameras. And, you know, turkey season comes, turkey season goes. Summertime this year, this past summer. Well... I see. I need. I, I need to go back. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. My dad had this place timbered. Well, down at the bottom, where they had staged all the logs, we had them clear. Dad had them clear out a spot down there, nice, you know, cleared out as best they could. Well, this past spring, I went down and frosted a clover. Sweet. You know, because it, it was all dirt. You know what I mean. So I went and frosted a clover. You know, and it come up pretty good. Well. Summertime comes, you know, and I move my blind to a different spot to better help me with wind and thermals and everything down here below the house. So I move everything around. I'm not feeding in the same spot. A little bit different. Well, I'm, you know, got my cameras out here at the house. You know, June goes, nothing. July, 
nothing. Don't have no pictures of him. And I'm like, and I don't have no pictures of the other buck that I let go either that I've had, you know, pictures of the last couple of years. I'm like, man, I'm like, what the hell's going on? I ain't got no pictures of these deer. You know, that's not normal, especially for him. The big, you know, well, I ended up calling him warrior. That's what we'll call him. No pictures of warrior. I'm like, you know, I'm starting to get a little freaked out. You know what I mean? I'm like stressing. And, uh, you thinking he got hit by a car at this point or like, well, he had you, the man, leg you know, too. I don't yeah. really know. I, at this point, I have no idea. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking he got hit by a car or like, you know, he was fighting with a buck, fell down over the hill and broke his leg. You know, I have no idea. Yeah. So like I said, you know, he made it till March, but you know, summer's gone, summer's gone. I ain't got no pictures of this deer and I'm freaking out. You know what I mean? Well, I got that clover plot down at the bottom of the hill. And uh, I just went and put a freaking camera up on it. Cheap wild game. And uh, I let it sit down there for a little while. Clover's good. And I could see there was some deer tracks in it. You know, deer were eating it. I could see the tops of it ate off and everything. Well, hell, I let it sit for a couple weeks. I went and pulled the chip. Came up here to the house. Put that son of a gun in there. And the second freaking picture there he was. I said, oh, yes, son of a gun. <laughs> I FaceTimed my dad. I FaceTime my dad, and he's like, oh, it must be. And dad knows. If I FaceTime him when I'm checking pictures, he's like, oh, it must be a big one. So I showed him, you know, I'm freaking amped. I'm like, man, he's down at the bottom, you know, all jacked up. Freaking next pictures, this, you know, the next, the other big one that I had here. I'm like, man, they're both down there. Like, freaking, yeah, I'm, I'm jacked, dude. I'm like, hell yeah. So, of course, like the next day, I'm down there putting a cell phone camera in that closure plot. And uh, I watch him. Yeah, he's coming in, freaking daylighting in the evenings, and you know, or in the morning. Sorry, he's daylighting in the mornings. And uh, I've got that other big buck down there, and I've got a couple other bucks. And I'm like, shit, dude, they're they're just knocking the shit out of this clover plot. Well, summer goes, man. I mean, he's growing, and you know, he's you know nobody listening seen it, but I mean, he's just funky this year obviously due to that broke leg he had you know last couple years i've had pictures of him he's just been a big heavy eight you know this year he's you know bladed g2 long freaking brow i mean i didn't even i didn't even measure none of the times that brow time's probably six seven inches long um the bladed g2s you know he's three fingers wide i mean just a gnarly deer the other side's got three just four points that just comes up and I'm like, man, like that was the only deer I wanted to kill. Wasn't the biggest deer I have on camera out of anywhere. I mean, I've got a couple other big deer on a couple other places that'll, you know, score way higher than him. But, man, that was the only deer I wanted to shoot was him. That was it. Yeah, watched him in that clover plot in the summer. So I, um, you know, I start – I put some feed down there, put some corn out in that clover plot just to help out. I mean, they were hitting it, but I was like, man, I'm going to put some corn down here. I'm, you know, and man, the deer just in this plot, like all summer long, you know, September hits and he's daylighting like three, four five mornings straight. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm going to kill this deer quick. You know, it's going to be quick. You know, and then as season's getting closer, you look at the weather and it's like, 
going to be 30 something degrees, mm. you know, like that cold front's coming first oh, week yeah. in the season. I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God. So leading up to season, which would have been what September 24th was a Saturday for nine days. I think he daylighted seven mornings out of nine. Oh man. In one evening. And I was like, I'm killing. If I can get in there clean, because that was another problem. That food plot with the corn, man, there was deer in there like all the time, all night long, all morning long. I mean, I've got six does, um, like 13 bucks. I mean, no it's, it was crazy. How, how big was that plot, Matt? Like a quarter acre. Wow. Oh, man. Maybe not even. So you didn't even yeah, have to cut I mean, it. it was, they just kept eating it, and it was basically like they were Oh, yeah, like you get on it right now, and pretty much all the clover's gone. Wow. Like it's gone. Unreal, man. Yeah, it's, they ate it all up. I even seeded again um, late summer. I seeded it again and sprayed it just to help out, and it's – it's mud in a lot of spots, but, um, luckily, so my dad was in the weekend of Boasties that uh, opening day, opening morning. Um, it's actually when my wife planned our son's, our baby's first birthday party. I thought that was really cool. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so I'm like, well, got I can hunt again. for like two hours. <laughs> yeah, I got me again. I was like, I can hunt for hours and that's all i need because dude this deer if he wasn't in there like 10 after 7 it was like 735 i mean it was he i mean he he was on a pattern and 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 that was it so opening morning i'm like i don't know how i'm gonna get in clean i'm like super nervous i'm like am i actually am i gonna hunt am i not gonna hunt i don't know how i'm gonna get in there there's deer in there all the time so like I said, my dad was in for my boy's birthday. I said, dude, I need you to get up with me and I need you to drive me down. I need you to drive me down, leave, you know, leave my house, drive me down there. He said, all right. You know, my dad's, my, he was awesome for it. He got up. Shit. I got in there at like five forty-five. you know, it's not getting daylight till, you know, right around seven. I got in there early. So I'm sitting there in the blind man, pitch dark, you know, dad drives me down. And get out of the truck, walk up over the hill, get in the blind, blow one deer out of there. And, uh, but he didn't blow. He just took off, gone. I was like, perfect. Sitting in the blind, like 618. It's pitch dark. <laughs> I hear something, I hear something walking by the blind, and I'm like, that's him. Oh. I know it's him. So I freaking tucked my head, I pulled my jacket up over my head and tuck my phone up under my jacket so I, you know, keep, you know, so he can't see the light on my phone. And I'm just waiting. Sure enough, man, notification, whammo, there he is, 20 after 6. <laughs> so he was in there for like 20 minutes feeding around the food plot, gone. He leaves, you know, daylight comes. He don't come back, so whatever. Get him my boy's birthday. Next morning, it's, you know, it's going to be, you know, hell, it was like low 40s that Sunday morning, and rain was coming at like 10 o'clock. I was like, perfect. So that next morning, hell, I drove down, go get in the blonde in there super, super early. I lucked out. There was just like a little four-pointer down there, 
And uh, when I walked up, I just shined the light in his eyes. He just ran off. Hurried up, turned my light off, went and got in the blind. Sitting there in the blind, about 7 o'clock, hear deer coming. And it's a six-point that 99% of the time comes in before he does. So he goes up, and he's in the food plot, and he's eating. 7.08, I hear something click to my right. And that freaking buck's head, he leans, he, you know, picks his head up and looks. And I just leaned up in my seat and I looked out the window. And in them blinds, when I hunt, I only have open what I'm shooting out of. I leave the mesh up. I leave the black up. I leave everything up. So I have to lean up in my seat and I peek around. And he's standing at eight yards. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Warrior standing there at eight yards, and I'm like, oh, my God. Well, I've got my compound bow. She's been shooting all summer. And I, man, I just, I don't know. So he comes up. I watch him walk, walks the road, comes into the plot, and he's 27 yards broadside. I draw back, and I don't even remember what happened. You know, I remember telling myself, level the bubble, 30-yard pin. You know, I shoot, and I see the arrow come out his neck. And I'm like, oh, my God. Instantly, man, I just sick, sick to my stomach. You know, I've told you, Charles, you know, I've wounded I don't more deer than I want to admit with a compound bow. You know, I'll be the first. I'm, I'm terrible. I get so jacked up and just so tore up when you when I have a compound bow in my hand that I just like I have this out of body moment and I just forget everything. Like I don't from the time I draw my bow back, I just I lose it. I ended up so yeah, like I said, I shoot, see the freaking arrow come out of his neck. I'm like, oh my god. Call my dad kill him and i said uh well i hit him i said but it wasn't a good shot oh that's no. yeah <laughs> that he says a few choice words you know he's like all right i'll be down so i call my buddy uh he's like all right i'm coming i'm on my way I said all right call my uncle i'm on my way like i said man i got some hella good dudes you know anytime i call anytime i need help Stretchy with deer. <laughs> they're on the way. Boots Bo- are on and they're coming. So my dad shows up, my buddy shows up, my uncle shows up, and he's got his oldest. We've got, I mean, pretty good blood. Something could ban, dude. Like maybe I, maybe, maybe I hit, you know, went through his neck. I'm like, obviously didn't hit him low enough to hit his spine, but maybe, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I hit something. I mean, he's bleeding good. We're following him, following him, following him. And, but, and, man, he's walking up like – he's walking up shit that, you know, we're holding on to trees and, like, pulling each other up steep because that's basically all this hillside is. And he's going straight uphill, straight uphill, straight uphill, following blood, following blood. Finally, we get to this spot, and it, we just can't find any more blood. You know, we're circling, we're walking. And I'm like, man, you know, I've, I, I've had this happen to me so many times, so many times you know, with a compound bow, you know, I think I was talking to a couple of my buddies the other day. It's like, I'm at like seven, 
you know, I hate to admit that, you know, but I will be the first to admit it. I'm at like seven bucks, like four over 140 that I've hit. Luckily, two of them I've got to hunt and kill them. But, you know, I'm just, dude, I'm pissed. You know, I'm like saying some choice words in the woods. You know, I'm, I'm tore up. So, you know, we're looking, we're looking, dude. Man, here comes the thunder. Here comes that rain, just like you said it was. And I'm going to tell you what, buddy. When them clouds opened up, they opened up, and it was freaking pouring. Oh, man. And we're trying, you know, we're, we're, we're leaving the woods. And, dude, I mean, it's freaking monsoon. And as soon as I get home, I text my boss. I was like, hey, man, uh, anywhere I can have tomorrow off. He said, yeah, no problem. Cause I knew like I was going to have to go look for that deer, man. I'm trying to get dogs. I'm trying, I got, I got a hold of like five people with dogs and everybody said, dude, opening weekend and bow season. They said, you would have thought it was November 7th. Hmm. Like so many deer were getting shot. I mean, it was such good weather. Right. I couldn't get nobody with a dog. Couldn't get anybody. Guy got a hold of me, called me back. He's like, man, I can be there, you know, Monday night at midnight. I'm like, man, by then, you know, <laughs> hell it rained like, it rained like three more times. So I went out. That's so Sunday I shot him. It quit raining. I went out by myself four hours, walked around, nothing. Um got up Monday, looked and looked and looked and looked and looked, nothing. Went back out Monday evening, nothing. So now I'm just hoping like for buzzards. You know, if he is dead. I'm just hoping for buzzards. Telling the wife, hey, during the day, if you see him, <laughs> let me know if you see any buzzards flying out around the house. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, a couple Tuesday, nothing. Wednesday, Thursday morning, I wake up to go to work. And I'm going through my pictures. And there he freaking stands at like 2.30 in the morning. He came back. And I cannot see where I hit this deer. Nothing. Couldn't see nothing. And it was super weird. When I picked up the arrow, the only thing that had blood on it was the fletchings. There was no blood on the broadhead. And I was shooting a meat seeker, three blade, two inch cut. There was no blood on the broadhead. There was no blood on the arrow. There was no nothing. The only blood was on the fletchings. So I can't see any, any blood spots on this deer, nothing. So he shows up, yeah, that would have been two days, two nights later, three nights later. And then the next morning he daylights. <laughs> Again, oh he gosh. daylights. I'm like, oh, my God. I, you know, I'm at work. So I'm like, well, he's alive. And he's, I mean, he's doing good. And uh, he daylights. And I keep hunting him. You know, I'm, I'm in there in the mornings. I hunted a few evenings. My wife was like. I don't know why you're hunting evenings. He's not coming in in the evenings. He's only daylighted one evening. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But, you know, you get that, you get that want, that drive. Yep. You know, and sometimes I feel like you need to tone it back because, you know, I sometimes I feel like I do more harm than good. Because, like, a couple times I was in there hunting in the evenings, even though I had 99% sure he wasn't coming in, I went and hunted anyway. Well, you know, come dark, I got eight deer in a food plot, and I'm like, well, what do I do now? So I'm having to blow these deer out, you know, with coyote howls or, you know, whatever. And I'm like, man, I do not like doing this. Why are you continuing to do this? So finally, you know, I talked myself out of it, let my wife talk me out of it, and I quit hunting evenings. 
And it's like I know shit. it's coming. <laughs> it would have been when I shot him the fourteenth. So yeah, the evening of the thirteenth. Man, we get we get nice cool weather. And I had another buck show up here at the house. Up here up top. Old buck, real old buck. He showed up daylighted one evening. I was like, I'll go hunt him. Nice cool evening. Sitting there in a freaking blind up here by the house. After I told myself a hundred times not to hunt that deer down at the bottom in the evening. Freaking like six fifty seven. Bam, there he stands. <laughs> and he hadn't daylighted. He hadn't daylighted. I think he after that third day after I shot him or fourth day that he daylighted, he'd only daylighted like one one or two more times. Yeah, he he started getting real sporadic, you know what I mean? Still coming in at night. You could tell he was he was getting real shy of other bucks. Like if there was other bucks in there, he would kind of come in and leave. If he was in there by himself and bucks would come in, he would leave. So he was you could tell he was hurting because he just didn't want nothing to do with anything else. Yeah. Well, that evening he come in, the only buck that was in there was one of the little six-pointers. So he come in, and I'm like, you got to be shit, man. I sent a picture over to my wife. <laughs> I was like, man, you know, sometimes, sometimes you just got to listen to your gut. You know, sometimes you got to back yourself off of it. I mean, you don't know, especially with deer. You never know. Well, the next morning, I get up to go hunt, and I wake up, and I'm like, Man, I didn't even mean to go. Like, I was doing everything I could to talk myself out of going. I was like, dude, you got to go. It's cold. I was like, oh, man, I got to go on midnights tonight. It would have been Friday. I was like, man, you got to go on midnights tonight. Like, no, nah, you, you know, you're doing the back and forth, back and forth. You know, I'm laying there in bed. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if you're going to go, you better go. And yeah, shit you not. You know, I finally figured it out. Finally got out of bed. Finally got down there. And it's like, cracking daylight you know what i mean it's already cracking daylight. <laughs> yeah. i get up there getting the blind and i'm sitting there and hell a little buck come in a couple does they they go off and i'm sitting there and i'm freaking looking at my fantasy football teams i'm scrolling through scrolling through out in my food plot there's a little hump freaking head sticks up in a rack and i'm like oh my god i was like holy shit that split brow that buck i was telling you guys about you know 150 plus inch deer standing there chocolate horns and i never even got excited oh no i was like i was so jacked to see him on the hook you know on the hoof in person yeah the only time he'd ever daylighted on camera was august 15th you know, and it's September or it's October 14th. You know, he's daylight and he's standing there just as pretty as can be. And uh, like I said, I sent the picture to my dad and he's like, you going to shoot that deer? You know, <laughs> he's texting back. No, no, I'm not going to. You know, the only deer I wanted to kill was was Warrior. That was, the only, that was it. That was the only deer I wanted. Sent it to my buddies in the group text. And, you know, they're like, man, you going to kill that deer? I'm like, no. So he's you know, standing there feeding around. Probably 15 minutes, probably, I watched this deer. Just as pretty as can be. Yeah, probably 10. Well, all of a sudden, he sticks his head up. You know, it's a chilly morning. Hell, I've got my heavy clothes on, sitting in the blind. He throws his head up and just whirls and walks off. And I was like, 
there ain't nothing bigger than him in here. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing bigger. He's the biggest I got on camera, unless something else just she just showed up, you know. So I'm thinking there's another deer coming. Well, hell, 10 minutes go by, nothing. Well, hell, I put a rub of snuff in. I'm chilling in the blind. I keep my feet out. You know, I'm stretching out the seat. My back's hurting because I've been sitting up for so long on the edge of that seat. So I lean back, chilling, looking at my fantasy football team again. <laughs> <laughs> you must have had some injuries or buys or something to be looking at your lineup yeah, that much. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it had been Friday, so you had that second waiver claim Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. I was sitting there going, you know. <laughs> and, uh, man, I look up, and holy shit, their warrior stands 26 yards broadside. Oh, my. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, you know, now, which, you know, I'm sitting there blind. You know, I've got it so covered. You know, I've put my phone away and you know i'm sitting there like talking to myself like dude just chill out and at this time i had my crossbow just to let everybody know a very un unpopular opinion for a lot of people which that's fine i told myself i wasn't doing it again i was doing what i needed to do to kill him because you know my honest thought was this year ain't gonna make it to another winner you know, he's got a jacked up leg. He's got a hole in his freaking neck. So I brought my crossbow, ended up selling my compound bow after I wounded that buck, sold it that week, said, I'm done. I need a, I need, a, I need, I needed a break. I need, you know what I mean? Like mentally I wasn't there. I didn't want to wound another deer. If I had a chance at another one, I didn't want to wound him again. All the confidence in the world, obviously, in a crossbow. Um, so, like I said, there he stands, 27 yards broadside, man. And, you know, I pull that crossbow up. And uh, I just bought – I was so jacked to try these broadheads. Uh, have you seen them um, – I, can I say names? Yeah, 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 whatever you want, man. Them, uh, them Musaka broadheads, you know, the people that made Muzzy. You know, his son's making broadheads now. I had no idea about that. Broadheads. Yeah, so that. like Muzzy sold, yeah, Muzzy sold out. And um, I guess, you know, they uh, he had that, like, like no, that clause where he couldn't do anything anymore. Well, anyway, the son of the guy who made Muzzy, he makes Musaka broadheads now. If you look him up online, it looks just like a Muzzy. It just don't have Muzzy's name on it. Yeah, right. And they're American-made now and everything. Well, I had Muzzy's tied onto my bolts, my crossbow bolts. Well, when I seen those, I took them muzzies off and bought them Musaka because those are like, they're muzzy, you know, made by, you know, Musaka himself, and they're made in America. So I bought, you know, I love a four-blade fixed head out of a crossbow. I think, you know, a fixed head out of a crossbow is the best way to go, and I was so jacked to try those broadheads, and I was like, yes, you know, here he is, chill out, pull up, you know, he's 27 yards, you know, Swap, you know, and I smoke him. And the first person I call, which is always the first person I call, is my dad. And uh, he said, You kill him this time. And I, <laughs> fucked him. I, but he said it in like a, um, like a very serious, like personal, 
I've got a big trip coming up, and there's always something that winds up left in the trash bin at home while we're on vacation. Now I have a Lomi, and it's changed the way I think about my food waste. Lomi transforms my garbage into gold at the push of a button. Lomi is a countertop electric composter that turns food scraps into dirt in under four hours. I love composting, plus it's made cooking at home even more fun. There's no food rotting in my garbage and smelling up the kitchen. Thanks to Lomi, I only have to take the trash out once a week, and it's a hassle-free, mess-free experience with no more leaking bags. I turn my waste into nutrient-rich dirt that I can feed to my plants, lawn, or garden. That means it's not going into landfills and producing methane gas. All my food scraps, plant clippings, and even those leftovers I forgot in the back of the fridge go back into my garden, helping me grow more nutritious food right in my backyard. It feels great to know that I'm creating soil instead of waste. Whether you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com forward slash Waypoint and use the promo code Waypoint to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com slash Waypoint and use the promo code Waypoint at checkout. Feeling like, did you, did you, did you finally kill him? Yeah, not like and a smart ass remark. It was. Yeah, not yeah. a smart ass. And dude, I just, I broke down and. I mean, I can feel it right now. Like I get goosebumps all over me. I bet. And I hunted a buck, you know, that buck I killed four years. I hunted him for four years and I still just, that was different than this one. It was just so much emotion. I mean, I was crying. I was just, just so tore up over this deer and my dad, you know, I mean, he, he, he got it. He understood it. You know, he was emotional with me on the phone. Just, it was just like three years of just everything of wounding him, all the pictures, just everything just finally come out. You know what I mean? I mean, it was just that, I mean, it was just the greatest thing ever. So I called my dad, um, I called my wife. Wait, she woke up FaceTime. I mean, she was super jacked for me. She was, you know, like, finally. I don't, you know, it's probably more like finally so you'll be done hunting. But, um, <laughs> yeah. She was super stoked, you know, super stoked for me. Um, I sent a text out in the group text, uh, you know, I just smoked Warrior. And my one buddy was at work. He works on the railroad uh, where I used to work. And he's like, dude, you know, like, I wish I was off. I'd come help. I was like, you know, no big deal. Well, I knew my other buddy. He usually, he didn't leave for work yet. So I'm like, I'm calling him. And like, he ain't said nothing like about me letting that freaking big buck go or nothing. So I'm like, what the hell is this dude doing? So I call, call, nothing. Straight to voicemail, straight to voicemail. So I call his wife. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, where's your husband? And he was, she was like, oh, he's, yeah, I just got him. Just dropped the kids off to school. Um, you need to talk to him? And I was like, yeah. So she walks upstairs to give him the phone. And I'm like, yo, dude, I just, I just smoked a warrior. I let split bow grow before I shot him. And like, I'm giving him all this information. Like he just got up like off the couch to sleep. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's like, say that again. I was like, he, I was like, I just smoked split or I just smoked warrior. He's like, 
all right, dude, <laughs> like, I'm putting my boots on now. I'll be on my way. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah. So I'm looking for blood, man, and I can't find nothing. Like, I'm looking where I shot him, looking where I thought he ran, where he ran last time when I hit him. And I'm nothing, no blood, no nothing. I walk back to the food plot, looking around, take the trail, take another trail. Well, that trail splits, take them both. Nothing, can't find no blood. So obviously my mind is like, what did you do? Like, how did you miss? I'm like, oh my God, dude. At this so point, were you thinking you had COVID out. again? You like you couldn't see and like yeah, you're no, just at like this point, at this point, like I'm, at this point, if I miss this deer, like I'm done. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm there mentally because I'm like I've already called and told everybody like I've smoked this deer. Nobody believes you anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh my god. So I'll never forget, man. I come out in that food plot, and it's I mean it's, the clover's green. Like, I mean, you know, everything's green. I can't find nothing. I walk out. And at the back right of my food plot, there's a road that goes up. And it goes up to a flat. And I just happened to look up that road. And there he laid 15 yards up that road, laying there dead. Dude. And I was like, oh, my God. I was just like, oh, I the deepest <laughs> I was like, thank you. Thank you. I walked up, man, and um, I ended up call, I called my uncle too. I called him, and I was like, "Hey, man!" I was like, uh, "Finally killed him." He's like, "Good, <laughs> good." Like he know I like I needed it, you know, good. And just sat there and looked at him and sent some pictures. And uh, I didn't send any pictures to my one buddy that was coming because I knew he'd wanna he'd wanna see him in person for the first time and. I uh, just looked at him, you know, and it was so weird. I was so jacked up. Like after I knew my buddy was coming, but I was trying to find the crawl, the bolt. I wanted to find the bolt, you know, I'm like looking around the food plot. Can't find it. Can't find it. I'm like, shit, I got to go back to the house. My buddy's coming. So I get up to the house. And my buddy's already there. You know, he's waiting on me and uh, I pull up in the back and my buddy comes up and dude and just gives me a big hug. Like he knew how much it meant to me. And, you know, how much that deer meant to me and, you know, just the time, you know, that I put into it. And, man, we just hugged and it was it was great. And he's like, man, I'm, you know, I'm glad you didn't send me any pictures. He's like, I really I wanted to see him for the first time on the hoof. And I was like, dude, that's why I didn't send them to you. Like my buddy, um, Davey, who was there, um, he was with me for this buck um, last year's buck. He helped me get it out of the woods, which my buddy Jason did too. He works on a railroad. He helped me with that one. But Davey was with me um, for the first, you know, big Ohio buck that I killed, the seven and a half year old. I mean, he was with me for that. You know, my, you know, he's been with me for a lot, so he knows, you know, how much these deer mean to me. And um, to have him help, you know, was awesome. So, you know, we hug it out or whatever, you know, we go down to the deer and he's just like, Jesus, dude, <laughs> you know, it was just, it, I mean, it was just awesome, man, to finally, um, to finally just get to put my hands on him. So I'm looking at his leg and he's got a perfect hole where his leg is broke. So 
I'm like, maybe I did hit him last year. Maybe that was the deer that I hit. Oh, man. Yeah, I think, you know, I think he was the buck that I hit last year. So I think. I was trying to put that together and see if that was what you were saying earlier. And I'm like, yeah. You know, this is kind of making sense that you shot a deer it was the low. day after he was, yeah, he was, he was in there the day after, you know, uh, or two days, you know, it have been two days after I tested positive for COVID, you know, he had been in there and he'd been in there, you know, fuck all the time. So yeah, I'm looking at that hole and I'm like, I called my dad and I called my uncle and they're like, yeah, which they were telling me last year that that was the deer I hit. And I was like, no, it ain't. No, like, no, that wasn't the deer that I hit. It wasn't him. So, yeah, I'm looking at that hole and I'm like, yeah. So I think, I think that's the buck I hit last year. So I'm pretty sure I hit him in the leg. I sent one through his neck and then I finally killed him. So the third time was a charm on that one. (laughs) Third time was a charm. Oh, man. How far did he, like, how far did he actually go? Because you said, like, he just kind of made it right past your food. After I shot him? Yeah. Oh, like th- like thirty yards. Oh man, you like smoked him, smoked him. Oh yeah, dude, that uh, four blade freaking just went through both lungs. Well, it came, it went in. Um, see, his offset shoulder was kind of back where he had took a step, so it went in right behind the front and center punched that offset shoulder and just blew through it. Oh yeah, yeah, he tore him. And then, yeah, yeah, we're in the food plot for like fifteen seconds. My buddy's like, "Oh hey, here's your bolt." And I was like, man, I looked for that bolt for like 15 minutes. <laughs> I was just so jacked up in my head. Like, it was yeah. just laying on top of the ground. I couldn't even find it. But, yeah, man. And, yeah, that broadhead blue cleared through him. Freaking, we got um, got a bunch of pictures. So then, you know, like I said, you know, I was worried he wasn't going to make it through the winter. You know, he had that jacked up leg. You know, obviously I shot him in the friggin' neck. Well, we get up to, you know, when I got up to him, I'm looking at him and dude, he'd been gored in the back hind quarter too. He had freaking gangrene coming out of his hind quarter. Like this dude was jacked up. I mean, tough. I mean, you don't get no tougher than that. I mean, I don't know. I But that just, you know, made, you know. Made it to where I thought even more like, dude, this deer would have never made it through winter. No, absolutely I not. It kind of goes back to like what you call him too. I mean, warrior. He is a freaking warrior, man. Like you think you yeah. might have shot him the year before. You shot him in the neck yeah. and he's just like, ah, it's nothing. Then he's getting gored yeah, then, by other deer. I mean, <laughs> holy smokes, yeah, man. I'm like, yeah, I don't ever name deer. Like I, I just don't, I don't get into it. I don't name them. Um, nothing against people that do. But my buddy, he's my buddy Dave, he's the one that came help me with he um he sends a text out in the group text one night and he's like, dude, he's like, I know you don't name deer. He's like, but this deer really needs a name. And I'm sitting there like thinking, I'm like, dude, that deer's a I've said it a hundred times, I'm like, deer's a warrior. And I was like, Well, that's his name, Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So I don't know. I feel like I rambled on a shit ton. No, man. No, man. That, that was awesome. We didn't say very much during this one, but like the story was so good. I was just sitting here just like laser focused yeah. on you. I mean, I just, I, um, yeah, I mean, he, um, he meant a lot to me, you know, which all, which, which all these deer mean a lot to me. I don't have, 
that buck that I, the eight that I killed last year, I didn't have as a history with him. Um, well, the eight I killed on my property, hell, he showed up two weeks before I killed him. But like, you know, I've been very, very lucky to have like, like this one here to my left, he was seven and a half. I hunted him for hell is a three and a half. I didn't think he was three and a half at that time. Hell, he was like 140 some inch eight pointer, three and a half. You know, looking once I found out his age, you know, and I, and I hunted him for that long, you know, and I know people are gonna gonna be like, wow, this dude sucks. But hell, I hit that deer too and killed him two years later. Finally, you know, I hit him front chest and he made it, and I ended up killing him two years later. But like I said, man, I get this freaking just. Over, just out of body like my dad like I, I was talking to my dad about it. i was so bummed he's like dude he's like you get so excited he's like you have done this i love to deer hunt i love it i love everything about it i just i can't get enough of it and man like you stick a buck in front of me dude and i just melt man i freaking melt like i cannot keep it together like i just can't do it and you know, I ended up shooting him with a crossbow too. Like I had to go in there with a crossbow and kill him because I was just like, man, like I just, I can't, like I can shoot, I can shoot freaking the centers out of my targets in the backyard in the summer, just 20, 30 yards all day long, shoot the centers out of them, stick a freaking buck in front of me at 20 yards and hell, I might hit him in the hoof. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, and it sucks because I'm no, not that type of person. Like I put, I put so much time and you know, in these deer, and I respect these deer so much. You know, I have the utmost respect for for any animal. You know, deer, turkeys, freaking squirrels. You know, anything. And I hate, I hate wounding them. Like that's that's just not me. So yeah, I mean, I got rid of my compound bow this year, and I was like, you know what? For now, I'm just gonna stick straight to crossbow. I know it's a very unpopular thing, but. It's what I know how to do to, uh, you know, to, to get them killed and kill them as fast as I can because you, nobody likes a wounded deer, man. I mean, that's nobody wants to see them suffer or hurt. So, no, I'll, I'll, just, come, you, I'll come to your defense for a moment here. Yeah, that's what I was just going to do. You Go know, for it. In, in all honesty, you got to look at it in two different senses because you can't be the same guy that says, oh, you have to use a compound bow or else you're not a man enough. But then yeah. be the same guy that says, oh, you're just wounding deer all the time and you're not ethically shooting mm -hmm. them, right? Right. You can't be both people because if you're both people, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. You're contradicting yourself. Right. You know, yeah. in, in Matt's sense here, like in, in your situation, dude, you literally are saying, look, I know that I there is an issue here that I have to solve because oh, dude, I can't yeah, just I, keep you know going on and w you're not that kind of person that's going to just keep sticking no. there right so you went no. out and I've said it before about you and I'll say it again you are going to find every way possible to get it done to to harvest or kill an animal as ethically and quickly as possible oh, and, yeah. and for you that's the crossbow and and honestly, there's nothing freaking wrong with there's that. There's nothing man. wrong with that. Like man. in your situation, I totally get it. Honest to God, I totally get it. Yeah. You just get too excited. Oh, that's it. all. I mean, that, your dad even said it. Oh, Listen. dude, I, I I I fucking I dude, I don't I don't remember looking through my peep site. Like I no. lose that I lose that thirty seconds of what I do. Like 
Hell, I might have thought the crease of his neck was his freaking was the shoulder. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, and I'll be like, I'll admit it to anybody. I don't care. Like, I'm not too big or too proud or nothing. Like, yeah, dude, I pull a bow back and I freaking lose my damn mind. Like, yeah. I mean, they call just, it buck fever for a reason, I've, right? You know? Yeah, I've I've killed a. I've got some very. I mean, I'm looking at three freaking hella nice bucks on my wall. And I'll, I, and I hope, I hope, I hope that I'm 65, and I'm still the same way. Because if I ever lose that feeling of just losing my mind when a buck comes in, then I just don't want to do it anymore. I mean, if I have to use a crossbow from now until the last deer that I take because I still have that feeling, then I'll never, you know, I won't apologize for it. No, I you shouldn't will. have to, man. All the power to you. I mean, and I yeah, think anybody who's are. listening to this can tell you're, you're super passionate, man. Like you're all oh, yeah. about deer hunting. People can tell. I mean, even you just telling the stories, you can tell that you get jacked up. I mean, at one point, yeah. I mean, you're super animated too. So <laughs> I, I wish yeah. people could actually see the video. I should have recorded on zoom and put it on YouTube. Yeah. I didn't. kind of bummed about that now, but you're super animated and you're super into it. And like, I can just like picture in my mind how jacked up you get when a deer comes yeah. in and it's yeah. that adrenaline dump, right? I mean, oh. that's why you don't remember what happened those 30 seconds. Yeah. Right. It's the endorphins. Dude, such a rush. It is it is such a rush. I mean it I mean that it is, man. I mean, it's like a freaking drug, dude. Now man, I, mean, I gotta ask just, though, like with, with the crossbow, do you still get jacked up and feel the same way? Oh yeah, like there you go. I have to, like <laughs> I have to, yeah. Like even with a rifle, man. Like it's just all I got to do. You know, you're it's just a scope and a trigger, which a lot of you know that's what a lot of people are oh, just pulling a trigger. I mean, yeah, but for one, I'm not going to quit hunting. You know, because I, you know, for using a, I'm just, you know, and I'm not, I'm not doing. I'm not going to quit hunting because I use a crossbow. I mean it. I hate I hate that argument. I I hate that that is such a big thing for people to argue about nowadays. Like mm-hmm. I I absolutely hate that because you know there's so many guys out there which I don't want to go on a rant right now, but you know there's so many guys <laughs> do it. That just oh if you're not you know if you're physically capable and you know the thing about it is the only reason I bought a crossbow a few years ago which would have been 2017 because I tore my rotator cuff in my labrum and my shoulder. So I bought a crossbow and you know, fuck, I'm glad I did, man, because hell, I don't know if I'd have killed a couple of these bucks. Cause you know, hell, once my shoulder got well enough, hell still can't hit the damn things with the compound. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I hate, you know, I, I, I'm not scared to admit it. I don't, you know, it is what it is. My mind is the way it is. You know, some people are like, oh, that's just an excuse, whatever. There's always going to be those guys out there. And, hey, get on you, man. If you can shoot a 200 at 20 yards or a 160 at 20 and just center punch him, dude, awesome. I can't. Right now, mentally, I can't do it. And honestly, I hope that I never can because I get so jacked that I don't ever want that to go away. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. You know what I mean? I- for it but man yeah i i hate that it's an argument i hate that there's guys out there that feel that they need to take away somebody's success over you know because of what weapon they used to kill that deer you know i killed that seven and a half year old buck four years ago and i had a guy message me and it was it wasn't hey man congrats on the deer hey that's awesome whatever 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 
he said, what did you kill it with, compound or crossbow? Although that was the only thing the message said. I wouldn't even reply. No. What's it matter? <laughs> oh, I did. I, <laughs> I did. Crossbow, but crossbow. Like, I'm not too I'm not too proud. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I take time from my family, you know, to hunt. I take time I take money, you know, the clothes, you know, the gas, the bolts, the arrows or whatever, broadheads, feed, whatever. I'm taking that. I'm doing what I can to kill that animal. I don't, I'm not going out there just to fucking sit and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And guess what? It's all legal. Every, every bit of this is legal. You're in Ohio, you can bait. People bait in Ohio. It is what it is. Yeah. There's going to be people listening to this like, oh, he baits. Oh, he hunted out of a blind. Oh, he used a crossbow. Oh, he used a cell phone camera. All those things are like, those are the four biggest arguments in hunting nowadays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. But but look at your wall and look at what the four do, deer that you killed with. A, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm killing, you know, I'm killing big deer. I mean, I've got a, you know, seven and a half year old right here, 151 inch eight right here. I killed that one. Actually, the, that's funny. The buck I'm looking at right now is 130 some inch eight that I killed in West Virginia with a compound bow. So whatever. <laughs> I, I've, I've got a deer on the wall. I've got a deer on the wall with a freaking rifle. A compound bow, a crossbow, and a muzzleloader. Like the only thing I haven't killed a deer with on the wall is a recurve. You know what I mean? So, whatever. My big thing is Matt. You know, a lot of people they go through phases where you know you might start off as a rifle hunter, and then what happens is those people eventually lose that rush that you talked about. Right? They shoot Mm -hmm. a deer and they don't feel that excitement as much. So then they go, okay, well, I want I want to chase that excitement. And then they move to a bow. Mm-hmm. They might move to a crossbow. And then, you know, you might use that for so much they lose that feeling and they go to the compound. It's all about they're yeah. trying to, you know, chase that feeling or progress. Or nowadays the problem is most people, like you said, they get that internet pressure and they want to. Oh, dude, Facebook has ruined. Yep. They want to prove themselves. Hunting. Right. They have to prove themselves. Yeah. They have to be the Not macho hunter. Yeah. Right. Everybody does. But that's why I asked, like, if you're getting just as jacked up, doesn't matter what weapon you're shooting them with. Like you said, you broke down, you know, you lost it completely when you shot that deer. Good for you. You you know, that is freaking awesome. Nobody, you know, I'm I'm never gonna ask him. Hey, man, you you shoot that with a crossbow or or like a compound? Yeah. Oh, I know. It's like it's like you lose like ten man points from another man. (laughs) Like, oh, you shot the crossbow, like. What do you got a broken shoulder? Like, no, no, I don't. But (laughs) I don't know. I I just I I hate that it's an argument because, you know, there's the hunting community gets smaller and smaller and smaller every year. You know, freaking seasons getting taken away every year. You know, you got all these antis, you know, against us. But I'm going to tell you what, man. Hunters from inside the hunting community are worse than any anti out there mm-hmm. because more hunters push away newcomers than any other any other person out there yeah because it's like you get a new person who wants to hunt well, say he goes about well, a crossbow post it on facebook post it on ohio deer hunting or bow hunters of america you're going to get three thousand comments 
and 2,000 of those 3,000 are going to be negative because nope. he shot it with a crossbow. They're all one. ass hats, dude. Two, yeah, two, he shot it um, out of a ground blind, or he shot it with bait, or it was, or the deer was too freaking small. Yep, yep. You know what I mean, I don't shoot small bucks. You know, in West Virginia, though, that's a different story. Fuck, 110, 15-inch buck, you're probably getting shot. In Ohio, it's different. But for me, if a grown man walked up to me, or I walked up to a grown man, and he had shot a spike, dude, good on you. If that's – my dad still does. My dad shot a fucking spike two years ago or three in West Virginia in gun season, dude. He was so jacked, he called me. <laughs> my man. Like, like – awesome i don't give a shit what anybody shoots but it's like man these people it's like not every freaking deer you let go is going to grow into a 200 inch deer or right. 170 inch deer. like man i wish these people would just let hunters be hunters kill them with what you want to kill them with as long as you're killing them quick ethically you ain't wasting the meat and you're freaking jacked about it dude good on you man go hunt you know Absolutely. what i mean have a great time because i wish everybody would feel the way i feel when i kill one of these deer and a lot of people don't because a lot of people as soon as they kill one they're like oh shit i can't post that on facebook it ain't yep. big enough yep it's like i don't know yeah i hate don't that. do that. It, it happens all over it's the pressure like you said you, you got you have so many people out there that will attack you on the internet where you're just like, yeah. Nah, I ain't I'm just tell you what. yeah. And I'm going to tell you what, and for anybody listening, half of you people that talk shit ain't killed nothing. <laughs> That's the problem right <laughs> yeah. there. That is the number one problem. Most of these people, yeah, they ain't doing it. It's, it's, no, no phrase. They're misery, not. misery loves company. They do. Right. Yeah, does, and, and these people yeah. just, aren't happy with their lack of success no. so they have to attack other people and it's it's a damn crying shame so look i don't even want this to be the focus of this episode because it's been a freaking phenomenal story oh man. it's been great man right oh like, yeah I, you know yeah. I, I just want to stay i got positive. a couple points before we leave it though yeah yeah, yeah. I, can, I can say first and foremost man i was at work i was scrolling through facebook and i saw that buck you were sitting behind it yeah not once did it pop into my mind. Did what did he kill with? Did he kill yeah. whatever bait? Did he kill? No, it yeah. was Matt shot a freaking giant. Yeah. Look at this thing. I was showing everybody at work. <laughs> yeah. Look at this dude. It's awesome. And then two, yeah. I kind of have. I have a little bit of an unpopular opinion. I'm going to throw it out there. It might not be the best thing to say, but back on the bait topic. Ohio's a bait state. Everybody yeah. baits. Not oh, yeah. everybody. There's most people bait. It it is what it is because oh, if yeah. you don't bait, your neighbors are baiting and their deer are gonna go there. Oh, dude, I could tell you how many corn piles on this ridge I live on. Exactly. I'm gonna say this. Oh, I mean anywhere, Iowa. Let's say Iowa decides that they're gonna bait tomorrow. It's it's legal now. All those guys that hate in Iowa and say, "Oh, he's baiting in Ohio. He's doing this." Ninety-five percent of those guys are going to start baiting. They're going to do ninety-nine percent. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know what's crazy about that too? I just talked to you know a, a, a dog tracking guy, and he um, in Pennsylvania. He told me, you know, um, he ran across a couple bait piles on his tracks. No kidding. Yeah, he's been running across bait piles. People are dropping corn and shit in PA, like obviously not the people that he is 
tracking for or else you know you'd have to turn them in or whatever but yeah he said during their track they're coming across different bait piles and stuff some are the neighbors some are this some are that he don't know for sure but dude like how crazy is that like dude i haven't been hunting that one oh, property i put that scrape right. on yeah i haven't been hunting because the neighbors two years ago busted for baiting yep opening day oh, got yeah. three of them for baiting yeah. i haven't hunted the property since and these are the same guys probably on facebook you go walking <laughs> Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, judging, yeah, talk crap about me, like, whatever. Hell, you can go walk half this freaking public in this state, and you're going to walk past. I hunted public land once last year, one time, and the one time I hunted public, I found a corn pile. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of people don't realize it, that that law, like, changed five, six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. do that. Well, and it's, yeah, it's the same people. Dude, don't get me wrong, man. There's some hella studs that hunt public land dudes that just get it done on public and they're doing it the right way but i'm gonna tell you what those guys are few and far between and the rest of them are just you know doing probably shit you're not supposed to be doing and they're just they're they're they're, they're just saying they're getting it done on public but yeah. that's we won't no, I, there. No, I understand you got to keep it you got like you said you're doing everything perfectly fine legal ethical you're getting it done. You're killing big deer. We have you on because yeah. we love your company, dude. Like I was yeah. literally I putting in the freaking message on Facebook when you text me, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" I didn't even get the full <laughs> message type yet. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" I send that to Charles. He'll oh, see it's that. been up for like four minutes. I caught it early. I'm about to comment, and I get a text of like, "You got me, dude." I was just literally commenting. I was typing yeah. it out when you text me. I was so fired up, man. So fired <laughs> yeah. up. Man. The whole story, oh, like the whole saga with this buck, like like you said, man. You've been sending me pictures of this deer for years like there he is again yeah. i'm on the couch yeah. there he is again i'm yeah. at work i'm like dude you gotta be freaking um, kidding me like he yeah. just he beat the shit out of you you might have you might have bruised and battered him but that deer beat the oh, shit yeah. out of you too man <laughs> i put three holes <laughs> i think i'd say you know i i would say that probably was the deer that i hit last year um just yeah. as much as he was in there I'd say it was him at the time. You know, I'm thinking, oh, this deer's got doubles, fucking split G2s, or wherever the hell that came from. COVID brain, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that pregnant brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, That's I was, awesome, man. I was tore up. Hell, shit, the one guy that helped me track that deer, hell, he ended up getting COVID. Then his wife got COVID. Oh, man, I felt so bad. But those are good dudes, man. Come help you track a deer when Hell you got yeah. COVID. Hell oh. yeah, it is. <laughs> Holy smokes. Heck yeah. yeah that, was, that was awesome. Listen, it's 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 a great ending. That's what it's all about, man. A great ending. Put the story away. Listen, I like the name Warrior, but let me just suggest a name real quick. Obviously, you can't change it now. But yeah. the, the Lone Survivor would have been a damn good name. I'm oh, just telling yeah, you. Man. I mean, he was the Dude, last one of the bunch. Yep, he was the last one of the bunch to survive from yeah. your original year of the farm. Yeah. Dude, you know that's crazy that you just said that, dude. I actually just got goosebumps that you said that because he was out of three years ago. Yep, the ten they found dead. Uh, the other one got killed. The other big, big one got killed. I killed the other one last he, year, he and then the lone, yeah, he was the last the lone one. survivor. Yeah, that dude, that's crazy. You gave me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> dude. 
Yeah, I was thinking of that when yeah, you were kind of telling the story. I'm like, man, that would have been a great name. But I never even thought of that, man. I never even put all that together. That's cool shit. He was. I mean, you think about how much tell. he got his ass beat too, and uh, you know, in the end. Me and him, me and him, with some rounds. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad they can't shoot back. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Oh, yeah. I used to have this video game. No, uh, Dear Avengers. Yeah, yeah I love that. Oh, Dear Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell we're all Ooh, the same I'm age. naked and I have a pizza. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was great. That game was fun. That was a great game. I, I tried playing that game again like five years ago, dude. It was the hardest game I've ever tried to play, not as a kid. I was like, this is fucking impossible. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they so fast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's oh, good. man. Well, yeah, we we wanted yeah. to talk about a bunch of different things tonight, but man, I I'm glad we just focused on the the main story. Now, um, we will bring it up just real quick because I know you wanted to touch on it, Austin, too. But like, you know, I just come to find out a couple of days ago how bad EHD hit Ohio. And, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, uh, are you guys seeing a lot of that in your area? But like you said, you <laughs> no. got some rain, so thank no. God. Dude, yeah, we got a lot of rain. We were very lucky. Like, I mean, you were seeing, you know, I follow a lot of food plot posts, their pages on Facebook. I mean, you were seeing, you know, PA, you know, Western Ohio, all the way, you know, out West, you know, mm -hmm. just drought, drought, drought. And I'm like, it's flooding here. You know what I mean? Like, I, we were just, we were lucky. But yeah, man, I mean, you look at, you, you read some posts <clears throat> on Facebook and, man, guys are finding, you know, 20, 15 deer dead just i mean some hammer bucks too yeah. man I yeah think it western was the, uh, north western part of Ohio. was it the whitetail experience guys just posted the other that's yeah. what i saw i think that's what it was yeah yeah was like 60 he some said that deer farmer found like 60 deer Dude. and another one found like 17 what was like two over 160 yep that's unreal man yeah when i saw that i was like Oh shit! I'm going to Ohio in a couple weeks. I better check and see. You sure you guys don't want to go to Missouri or something? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, luckily the area we yeah. go to, there's some there's some cases from what the map shows, but it's it's very low yeah. compared to the other areas of the state. Thank God. Well, but, <clears throat> you follow Jake Bush? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like all the deer he had are like all the deer he had on camera are like are dead. Yeah, and that guy killed. Like, he's a freaking killer, man. He kills. Giant. Yeah, yeah. He kills some, yeah, he kills some hammers. Yeah, like early, you know, last couple years, early season, and uh, you know, he went into summer, and I, I was, I seen that one uh, story he had on Instagram, and it was like, you know, three or four bucks, and it was like they were all dead. I was like, wow. and they were, they were big deer, you know. I mean, he's one of them public land dudes that just. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, shit. He moved from what New York to Ohio just to hunt big deer on public. I mean, that's freaking dedication. That's dedication, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole nother level. Probably the first person I thought of when you talked about you know stud public land hunters. Probably the first oh, person yeah. I thought of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the last few years, I mean, if you if anybody says, yeah, hey, who's one public land bow hunter? You know, Jake Bush. I mean, mm -hmm. 
you know, from our generation for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, especially for killing giants. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, shit, dude, I I got Brian Glitzky, that dude right there. That guy's awesome, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what, shout out to him. If he listens to this, because he was one of the, he actually messaged me when I hit that buck and he sent me a super long message and, you know, it was like, man, don't get down, you know, keep after it. He's awesome. You know, I followed him for the last few years. Hell of a guy, hell of a dude. Hope he kills, hope he kills a giant this year because he deserves it. I mean, he puts in a shit ton of work too. He does too. Yeah. Awesome we were actually just talking awesome about him. Guy. We were talking about getting him on the podcast, which is funny about that. We just followed him and. Yeah, I realistically, yeah. I only learned about him like last year, and I've I've been following him a little bit more, and it's been it's been pretty. Yeah, wild. I think I followed him. Uh, it's been a couple of years, couple couple of years. I mean, he's really blown up the last this last year. I mean, he's really blown up. But yeah, I mean, he uh, he's a hell of a guy, man. He sent me that message, and it just you know it really sunk in like how good of a dude he is. Like I've taught. I got messaged him when he shot that big buck in Iowa there a couple of years ago that he was looking for, and he always keeping up with his stories and everything. And then, you know, he's he's pretty much big time now too. I mean, hell, you got a lot of these guys that, uh, you know, they're just blowing up in front of us. You know, like, holy cow, like freaking celebrity now. <laughs> well, here, listen, dude, you've been on here two times in a row. I mean, you might yeah, you might right. just be blowing up now. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I, yeah, I might not blow up for the right reasons. But. <laughs> it's all right. Don't worry, we're getting canceled tomorrow because I said Iowa's going to start baiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're baiting oh, in, in PA too. So yeah, my bad. Dude, yeah, that's everywhere, man. That is everywhere. <laughs> Where, well, sir, you're you're going to have to be my inspiration for the rest of the season. Then after uh, my recent. Mm, fuck ups we'll call it but uh yeah yeah you'll have to be my inspiration man i'll have to was there was it a freaking hammer or what uh no but i'll tell you what it was a good one it was a good deal it was a good um you know not the biggest deer on the property by any means but i would never ever pass that deer probably ever um you know he came out and it was just like I looked at him in the binoculars and immediately saw tines that and I was like, Oh, that's a pretty good deer. And <laughs> and he turned and went, Oh shit. Um that deer's way <laughs> legal. <laughs> and uh honestly, <laughs> like it I saw him probably hundred yards away when he popped out and I was just like, put these binoculars away. It's time it's go time. It's <laughs> it's go time. Yeah, and, and that's when the nerves hit. Yep. It was just like, you know, getting focused, going through every little check mark in my brain you know i'm i'm already swung around the tree i'm ready to go like i did it all and before in preparation and then still somehow something went wrong um on the shot you know and that's i don't know i gotta shoot my bow but just to find out if it was me if it was the bow what it was i don't i have a good idea what happened but still don't know and we'll get into that story a little later because yeah we're gonna go over some video here in a little bit and really try and break down that shot and yeah i watched yeah. it probably a thousand times last night i'm sure you did too i was trying to really pick it apart and give you better advice but it's just it's hard to tell and it just i mean it 
it could be good. It could be not good. I mean, you said it yourself earlier today. You were like 500 times. It looks excellent. 500 times. You're like, Oh no, maybe not. So it's kind of, yeah, the more you break it down, it's just, it's, I don't know. And again, the deer was still alive this morning. I shot him last night about what's funny about that spot. It was like 620 last night. Yeah. What's funny about that spot. I, uh, I went out and just on a whim, our property got cut last year. Well, early this year in like February. I mean, they just destroyed it. And mm. I, I went out on a whim. It was October 15th. I'm like, I'm sick. I was hunting so like some they timbered it. Yeah, they timbered it. A lot of it. Dude, sometimes that's the best thing that can happen for a piece of property. I'll just say, I think you're right. <laughs> um, yeah. After the results. But at first... You know, I was hunting the the one side of the property where it was the only area that had any oak trees on it at all. And I'm like, this got to be good. Like, they, but they weren't dropping. Like, the big red oaks were not dropping like they usually are. There was no acorns. And we I'm, ain't got none. Yeah. Hardly either. I, I'm in there and I'm like, I'm not seeing deer. I'm seeing little bucks. I'm barely seeing any deer at all. October 15th, I hadn't stepped probably twice on property to hunt it. Um, I'd been, you know, pounding feet in there all like, up to turkey season and everything just trying to just getting the updates what's it look like now what have they done here what did they leave there you know the spot where i killed my buck last year i mean they pretty much leveled almost every tree in that area you know but um so i went in put up thank you put up four cameras just regular cameras because i had a cell camera in there that just shit the bed and stopped working so i put four cameras in Mm. nine days later on the 24th, I went in again, and a funny thing about this is my wife actually said she was home all day. She was off. She was bored, and she's like, hey, didn't you say you got you wanted to go check those trail cameras? Let's go. I was like, what? Who are you? Yeah, I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what have you done with my wife? But we had my brother's four-wheelers. You ain't got no kids. That don't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> But we had we had my brother's four wheeler and she was playing around on it all day. And she's like, "Yeah, let's go. We're taking the four wheeler." I was like, "All right, let's go. Get on." So we drove out there and it was like right after work, four four thirty. We busted through there, pulled cards, made sure on the reader they were all taking pictures. They were good angles. Swapped the cards out. Had a couple small deer. Went out to dinner that night and like I got home at like eleven o'clock. I start checking these cards and there's just like hammer 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 dude there is like 20 to 30 different bucks on there three to four really good shooters like really good shooters i'm like you just started sending pictures like yeah i was like uh what in the hell am i looking at right now so that spot getting back to it full circle that camera that i had hung there was three out of the previous two out of the previous three nights prior to when i pulled it there was a buck daylighting there, 6.30, 6.23. I went in mm. there on the... I, I got to stop you real quick. Yeah. I got to back you up, and I'm going to throw you under the bus here. You threw it out in the market polar group. He's like, he's sending all these pictures, and he's like, it's like daylight buck, daylight hammer, daylight hammer. And he's like, oh, I got to go into the office tomorrow. <laughs> I got softball. I'm sitting here, and I'm, I'm looking, I'm listening to these polos, and I'm like, listen, dude. You a softball player or are you a deer hunter <laughs> right now? And we started yeah, really. like shaming him a little bit. And he like, did. dude, it was like 20 minutes later. He's like, I'm going in the woods tomorrow. It's happening. He just like, it yeah. totally refired him up. It was it so ate, awesome. It was eating me alive to be honest with you. Like 
I made a prior commitment to play stupid playoff softball for fall ball. That's why I didn't play. And I'm like, <laughs> I and I told these guys like, if I ain't deer hunting, I'll play. But you know, it yeah. was warm out, and I'm like, you know, how you, you like you said, you're trying to make excuses. Like, ah, it's warm out. Well, uh, everything you can do. Yeah. Well, guess what? It was the exact same temperature. They're the daylight. Exact same yeah. wind as the prior two daylights. The exact yeah. same conditions. This is the fourth day out of yeah. the three, and I'm like, yeah, you guys you are 100 right. So I went in there, and sure enough, big ass six point comes across, and he's not legal here. He's uh, three. Dude, no. I hate that. I know. And he's I'd rather big. just have one freaking antler restriction. Yep. So, so I, I obviously passed on him, and uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving my rope here. My access is money with the wind and everything. I'm going behind the whole property on a trail. They will never smell me. They're never going to see me. I can get in here clean tomorrow. So I did it. And sure enough. Oh, so that four, that six point. He came through 626. So now I have 630, 624, 623, and 626. That buck last night came through at six. I think I shot him at 617. Yeah, because I think you texted us at like 620, and you were like, whoa, yeah. dude, just shot one. Six, I think I shot him at 617. Yeah. So it was like between yeah. that. Super consistent. 615 and 645 every single day. There yep. was a different buck daylighting there. So the one I have, yep. I'll send you a picture of him. He's not. He's a, a big yeah. eight point. Um, For PA, he's definitely a big eight point. I, and I haven't shot enough bucks in my life to pass that deer, so. There's a freaking stud nine oh, on there too. Yeah. There's yeah, there is. There's a really nice nine point on the property, and uh, I'll tell you what. After the sign I saw tracking this deer, there might be even bigger. <laughs> I mean, holy shit, dude! Holy shit! But yeah, we'll see, man. I don't know. Uh, I'm still. Yeah, you uh, get dance, I'm optimistic. I might. I might try to still somehow go optimistic after him tomorrow. That he's dead or- I'm optimistic that he's going to get another crack yep. at him because I, I personally, after like hearing what he went through today, I don't think that deer's dead, but I don't think it's going to leave the property. And I think you jumped so when I shot that deer, he, I, I tracked him that night, barely found any dude, any blood at all. Like there was nothing, but we tracked enough to go about a hundred and we'll call it 140 yards. And I only wanted to go a hundred yards and call it quits, but we didn't find mm-hmm. any bloods in the first hundred yards. And now granted 70 of that, he crashed through a freaking hillside straight down multi-floor, just, just jungle. He just crashed through it all. You got sent him a video. So I started on the trail that he hit and finally came into blood and we tracked to probably 60 yards. And I said, Hey, look, he's not dead. I didn't hit heart. Let's get the hell out of here. We believe he betted on that trail, but it's questionable. We came back this morning. He had two beds within 50 yards of that last spot. So he was within 200 yards from the hit site. Mm -hmm. He had bedded twice with blood in both, and we jumped him out of that bed this morning. So Yeah, dear God. And I, I tracked I him. Uh, we, he was still alive 100%. We had the dog on him. Um, the dog made every uh, every behavior possible that told you this is a live hot deer. 
uh, the blood, mm. the blood that we had none turned into like fresh, fresh blood, like wet yeah. on the ground. Um, cause it rained last night here and yeah. pretty much it literally washed away everything from last night. I mean, everything, I was going down yeah. the same blood trail, the same spots. I knew there was a lot of blood. It was gone. Yeah. So I'm like, there's no way this is, you know, and, and even my brother said when he felt the bed where we thought, cause he came in one way, I came in the other way just real slow and crept in and, and we heard a deer jump up and take off um, and crash through some stuff. And he felt the bed and he said it was still warm. Um, mm. So, and it was cold this morning. It was like 38 degrees, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, well, here's the thing. That's the part of the video. One angle tells you we always, from the beginning thought I hit him in the shoulder front, you know, mm. which from the angle, if I hit him in that shoulder and got the penetration, I think I got, I think that would have been a dead deer, no problem. And then you keep watching it, it almost looks like, and my initial reaction was I hit him back, like back leg, yeah. back. Um, oh. Yeah, like rear quarter. I'm thinking huh. just in front of it, but also would make sense why I didn't get the penetration if I hit either A, the rear leg bone, or B, yeah. the pelvic bone, because both of those bones are tougher than shit. On your air? It snapped in half. Nope. At about oh, so it's still. So I think part of it's still in the deer. And he also does like a big high rear leg kick where after it hits him, he, I mean, he turns his whole body sideways and kicks. He does a 180 degree turn to the side. <clears throat> like he doesn't kick straight back like they mule kick when you hard shot. He kicks like yeah. turns, contorts his body, and kicks sideways like something hit him <laughs> in the back legs. Yeah, that's what you know. Yeah. And when he does that, you know his front, his chest is level. And here's like the video: his back turns like it. It turns, and when it does that, you see that nocturnal head drop. Yeah. That's why I think I hit him back. Plus, when I shot yeah. at him, that I should mention he's quartering towards. He's quartering at me, yeah. Yes, and, and steeper than I would have liked. He come out somewhat quartering, and I was going to take the shot, but he had not stopped, and I was just going to let him stop on his own. And when he did, he took two steps towards me, and, and you could see he just puts that front leg forward right at the end, right before I shoot. And that's when I rushed the shot a little bit because he looked. I mean, he looked right at me. He picked his head up and went, boom, pegged me. I mean, I'm hanging out away from this tree that's eight to ten inch tree. You know, I'm a big-ass dude hanging out away from this tree. Full draw at this deer with nothing Yeah, nothing behind me. Like, I know I got to pop him as soon as he comes out or he's busting me and he's gone. Yeah. And I let it rip. And I tell you, when I let that arrow go, all I remember is seeing that arrow tracking to the right back on the yeah, deer the yeah, deer came yeah. in right to left i remember for sure that arrow went way farther right than it should have and what i think might have happened was as i was watching him with both my eyes i don't think i was all the way in on it i don't think i was all the way in on it which would have made me hit farther right yeah than i anticipated so i don't I know think, i think you hit him you probably hit him because i thought i hit that buck in the neck Everybody's like, nah, I ain't no way you hit him in the neck. Well, some bitch, I hit him in the neck. Usually yeah. your first gut feeling, if you think you hit him back, you probably hit him back. Well, I can say before he even watched the video and stuff and he was talking to us, he was saying he hit him back. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, it, it just, good. yeah. 
but you know the mm. more you watch the video and you hear the smack and everything you're like oh man i don't know it does kind of look good like yeah you know that arrow sure. kind of pops in towards them and my only hope is maybe it hit in front of that backhand um great like hit that bone and deflected in towards and maybe got intestines and if that's the case you know it's a dead deer um, but, yeah. but when but take, when you know yeah it'll take three days right could could take five i mean think about i'm thinking about the story um the fall podcast aaron blicey yeah he shot that deer and tracked it for three days yeah before he finally caught up to it still alive and arrowing it again and killing it yep yep last year on his property he, he shot at that freaking oh, really? giant you know, and it was the same damn story. He hit it back in the intestines. Yeah. And I don't know. We had, to, like I said, the dog did great tonight. Um, highly recommend Dude, it. Dude, that's a game changer. Yeah. Man. Oh, my God. If you guys are looking for blood tracking dogs, unitedbloodtrackers.org, they are freaking amazing. Yeah. I've used them. You've used them. I know a few people that have used them. It's yeah. just, it, it It really is. It's a game changer 100%. I'm so glad that they like signed that into the freaking oh, box. Dude, you have no idea. Like that deer today, like I was saying, we had two beds with blood in it. That dog never even went to that bed. Yeah. Because that deer had run out and she took immediately to that hot All track. fresh scent, all everything. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, Dude, we haven't been up here yet. And at first, like, she started going this way, and I knew the beds were to the left. And I'm like, I walk like 40 yards up there. Like, I hope I didn't draw the scent that way. And she's going ape shit. And next thing you know, we walked 60 yards up, and I see fresh blood on the ground. I'm like, no, there's blood right here. Like, she's on the deer. Yeah. And she took uh, us through nightmare, hellish terrain. And every about 50, 60 yards, he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, there's blood right here, so we're still on the deer. And like, no shit. Yeah. Like, okay, good girl, good girl. Find us that deer, and you know, unfortunately, it was it was still alive. So yeah. it just is what there's it is, three. man. I had a dog track track one for me, like 800 yards. I shot it. Actually, I shot it in the guts. Got up to it, shot it again in the guts. Ended up going home shooting my bow, and I was shooting four inches low. But, it, I mean, anyway, that freaking dog tracked that buck. The next day, I shot that deer in the morning. She tracked it the next morning. She tracked that deer 800 yards with no blood, which yeah. they don't track off blood anyway. Right. But, I mean, that long of time and took us right to it, and I was just like, mm-hmm. what? Because I was kind of skeptical. Yeah. I was one of those people, I mean, are they really, like, that good? I mean, how do they do that? I'm going to tell you what, bud, and I'll – Total believer. After yeah. seeing the one work on Austin's buck after like eighteen straight hours, that one right of, there of man. rain. <laughs> yeah, like legit eighteen hours. I shot that rain. buck and it started pouring as soon as I shot it. Yeah, we had no blood, yeah. we had nothing to go off of. She was just confident in her dog and was like, "Well, we've gone in an exact straight line." That that deer ran six hundred freaking yards, and that dog brought us right to it. Yep, sure did. Uh, unreal man Freaking yeah all right boys well we're almost pushing on two hours here we are but it, it was a good one i wasn't gonna stop it but hell yeah i uh yeah <laughs> matt anything else you want to touch on before we let you go buddy no i think covered about everything i just tell just be happy with what you kill man yeah that's it 
Yeah. Be happy for other people when they kill what they want to kill. Exactly. That's right, dude. If everybody would be happy for everybody, hunting would be a lot better because I'm going to tell you what, hunting's going down the wrong path right now. I think there's just too much negative out there, and I think we need better influencers than what's out there right now. Not all. I mean, there's some good ones, but needs to be better yep yep yeah i'm with you man well you want to uh you want to plug real quick where everybody can find you or if somebody wants to reach out to you and give you shit for shooting with a crossbow or bait <laughs> from a blind with Hell the, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <in> the messages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah uh matt talkington uh t as in tom a-l-k-i-n-g-t-o-n that's um that's me on Facebook and Instagram. I don't, I don't have anything else. No Snapchat or nothing. So. Oh damn, my man! I was gonna send you a Snapchat right after this, but I guess it'll have to be an Instagram DM, bro. I'm gonna slide in them DMs. Yeah, that's right. They're always open for you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate I'm editing on that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. Oh yeah. Walk the dogs, school drop-off, meetings from 10 to 3, take kids to soccer, then no time left for a jog. When everyone else is relying on you, it's easy to put your needs last. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist online, so you can show up for yourself the way you do for others. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com.